that's one right behind me of his. Hi, everybody. It's Ryan from Pi Records. I'm here with Atomic Mosquitoes. Hi, everybody. How are you? We're pretty hey, good. Hey. So, um, I have a bunch of your albums, or a few of your albums. Um, you're on a bunch of comps. Let's start talk, start it off by talking about how long you've been together and what got you together. Well, I met Paul back in 1980, and we started up a band then. I was we've been like 10 years old then. <laughs> 20, somewhere around there. But um, we always wanted to be in a surf band. We could never find a unit to do that. So we ended up playing you know, a mixture of surf and REM tunes and that sort of just a jambalaya of stuff. And um, after a while, I left that band when I got married. And uh, long story short, I started writing surf again. Paul heard it. Craig heard it and contacted me. I didn't know I didn't know Craig at the time, and that's how I met Craig and Steve through Craig, um, and we just started up a surf band. Yeah, Final. we decided to just stick to straight instrumentals and none of the other filler crap. Right. <laughs> Which is the opposite of what people, the other bands, or they think instrumentals are filler. <laughs> well, that was a big jump. That was a big jump forward to the year 2000, 2000 um, when the Atomic Mosquitoes started, when I met Sean. Right. Yeah, he contacted, I was putting stuff up on my, or what is it, mp3.com long ago. Oh, yeah. And Craig contacted me and asked if he could come see the band. And I said, there is no band, but I have some friends. And uh, George and, and Paul were two friends I'd played with for a long time. And me and Paul wanted to do surf. We talked George to come over and Craig just come over and just see what happens. And we've never stopped playing since. Awesome. Other than George. <laughs> what, was, uh, what was the driving force behind getting together? Like what, I mean, a lot of bands see, see a, like a lot of bands saw the Ramones and they said, oh, I have to start a band. What was it for you guys? Me personally, just, I grew up with music. My dad was in a big band, played clarinet, um, took us to operas and, and Eric Clapton. I just always loved music, but I loved things like Herb Albert and jazz and stuff that was all instrumental. And that was what, whenever I sit down and write, that's what I really write, so. It's just, I just always wanted to play music since I think about 11. It's what I wanted to do. Yeah, and I, was, I was always a big Ventures fan and, and uh, I think Walk Don't Run was the first song I ever learned on guitar. So, uh, just, I was born with it. <laughs> I was born with this curse. It's something you just feel you have to do for whatever reason. It's just, you know, what, what makes you happy, you know? Yeah. What about you, uh, Stephen? What about you? I used to be a drummer in uh, lots of bands back in the 80s and 90s. I was in a band called The Skeptics. That's probably the one that went the farthest. And then wasn't really doing anything for a while until um, started. I picked up a theremin and started messing around with that. 
and uh, Craig asked if I wanted to come play with the Atomic Mosquitoes, and that's how I got pulled into that. Initially, it was just uh, a couple songs on our first album. We just wanted, you know, some right. extra effects on a couple songs, and you know, and then suddenly he's a permanent member. Yeah, I remember just knowing Craig and going to his house and meeting Steve. I had no idea who Steve was. But as soon as he said he was a theremin player, I was like, oh, you're in the band. <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of get, gets close to the mummy sound, slightly. <laughs> With the, you yeah. mean the keyboard? <laughs> the yeah. Keyboard sound? Yeah. <laughs> from, what, from what I heard, I, and I mean that as a compliment. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, oh mummy. Yeah, I love the <laughs> Um. So I think, I think the uh, the atomic mosquitoes. Um, I don't think there was ever really a sound that we were chasing after. Um, yes, sir. You know, we're just kind of a compilation of different ideas, um, and that's kind of what formed our sound. And uh, I think originally the thought was, since we were doing a lot of Sean songs, you know, I kind of thought of us as Herb Albert with guitars, and. Uh, then when Steve joined the band and kind of made things a little eerier, um, you know, that changed our sound. And, and then I started kind of drumming a little bit harder and louder and uh, things just kind of kept evolving. And you can hear the progression from album after album. I think also uh, Joe joined the band. We got a lot heavier when he started playing. Oh, that's true. Uh, when I left Paul's, not me and Paul split up, I went and joined, um, kind of an XTC um, alt band and Joe for a while. And when I got married and quit music for a year, um, that's when I started writing again. And I asked Joe when George quit the band, my friend from high school finally quit the band. I asked Joe if he would come in and he came in and he was more of a, you know, a XTC guy, a hard edge guitar playing stuff. And so the style of our music, changed immediately because essentially paul plays lead in all of his songs that he writes and joe plays lead in all the songs that i write so you can kind of hear the difference when you're listening to the two songs even if you don't know who wrote it that must be a quite a process when all of you are collaborating when you when when you get in a room, the, the energy must be pretty high yeah and the arguments too <laughs> and when when sean writes a song uh i pretty much completely change the drum parts <laughs> so he'll, he'll he'll write a song uh you know he'll record all the parts you know and he'll have a drum machine or whatever he's got going on over there uh, but he'll <laughs> drum machine he'll, he'll present us it's a complete song and then we will all learn it and add our interpretation to it and then it becomes an actual Atomic Mosquito song, not a, uh, not a Sean song. Yeah, everybody gets, gets a say. If you're not that way in a band, then people are going to get angry and leave. And we've been together for 20 years now. So let, let, let's talk yeah. about some of, your, some of your albums that came out. When was your, when was your first album? And uh, how have you changed along the way? It's like we were saying, it's gotten heavier. We were, the first album, I would say it's a little timid. 
it's the happy and, hour. Uh, yeah. Just the, the, even in the playing and whatever, like Craig was saying, he got, the more he played, the more we played together, the tighter we got. And, um, and then the second album was much better. And ultimately, I don't even, I don't remember when that, was it 2000 or 2001 when it came out? 2002. 2000, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, because next year will be the 20th anniversary of that album. Oh, uh, okay. Wow. And we might have something special planned for that. Oh. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're throwing a party together. <laughs> so, Stephen, I wanted to ask you, how is your artwork, I see it everywhere, how, how is your artwork represent the band? Um, it's got a distinct style to it. Um. I, I well for the album covers that I've done so far for the the band I kind of like to try something different each time like the first one was a pen and ink drawing of the mosquitoes going over top of a city like giant mosquitoes and then the second album cover was an acrylic painting but I try to keep a mosquito theme in there but not necessarily connected that's just kind of like a you know some kind of mosquito theme and the the third one was a meltdown and I had the uh, mosquito girl in the bar with the guys drinking from the uh, uh, toxic glasses and melting. I don't know if you're familiar with it, if you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the, the fourth one, we um, decided to do a parody of the Cramps Bad Music for Bad People album cover since I did the artwork for that. We called it Bug Music for Bug People. And I did kind of like a, a mosquito version of what I did on the cover for the Bad music for bad people by the cramps. Yeah, yeah totally. awesome too. <laughs> killer record. And then the late the one. What was that? Oh, it's a killer record. The cramps. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I can tell you too that during this pandemic, I've been bored out of my gourd. I haven't left my house other than to go to work. And Steve and um, John Dietrich did a uh, hundred characters called Funny Fiends. And so I've been, to pass the time, I've been writing a song for every one of the hundred characters. Wow. So then just like 30 second, minute and a half, just by looking at the character and deciding what it, what it should sound like with a background theme. And just over the last couple of months, I took three of them and expanded them and it'll be on the next album. So his artwork has made me a different writer too because his his artwork has made me think of music a little differently so it, it was it was great experience for me thank you steve oh you're welcome <laughs> steve was a big part of our sound changing not just through theremin but also through his artwork um you know the the theremin kind of gave the music you know a little bit of creepy weirder sci-fi feel and then the you know the artwork is kind of monstrous and and uh, I think that kind of found its way into the music a little bit. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve is actually the integral part of this band. Without him, we dissolve. You <laughs> see so. the peacekeeper? <laughs> I, just, I just steer clear of them. I let them do their thing. <laughs> and he doesn't get involved in the arguments. <laughs> 
Paul, I want to ask you, what is your major influence on your guitar style in the Atomic uh, Mosquitoes? Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Ventures, the, you know, the, uh, um, I don't know, Dave Ronsky, you know, Ivan Pongrasic, uh, all those guys, are, they're, they're all great. And uh, I, I, major influence, I, I can't really think. I mean, I, I like them all. So I just, I'm influenced by them all. I love the uh, the the version of Blue Moon that they did with the the, the strumming is just um, I have hey, uh, I have the forty five and and I sat down. It took me a while to learn that one. <laughs> Adventures. Yeah. The Blue Moon. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what do, what do we have coming up? Uh, we have the the missing Fink, Vincent Price comp and yeah. something else coming out with for you guys something special we have uh, well like I, I think i mentioned before we have bug music uh being re-released on vinyl that's coming up soon green vinyl i believe for the first time yeah on vinyl which will be fun yeah and what, what, um is that originally released it was re originally released on cd but you know we, we never did it on vinyl so i'm oh, wow. Pretty psyched about that, especially especially to see 2015. I got it right here. 2015. <laughs> yeah, especially to see Steve's artwork at full size will be be great. Oh yeah, that'll be so awesome. Yeah, I've been begging Steve to make prints for me of all our album covers so I can put them up in the house, but still no. <laughs> I, I just got a new printer, so I could do that now. Yeah. Oh good. <laughs> I'll see you after the pandemic. Okay. <laughs> so what what can what what specifically is unique about the song you have on the Vincent Price comp? It's it's that that song on that one is actually an old song that uh uh but we were it was uh the recording is from a live recording that we did out in um California Surf Guitar one oh one. Yeah. And uh it's that was just, you know, something we we threw together because uh time and stuff like that but uh we did do an original on the creature surf and shindig uh, album we did an original song for that one which is also going to be on our a new album which we are working on uh we're trying to work right. on during the pandemic we've been trying to practice remotely with jamulus and stuff like that have you got any recording what's that have you gotten any recording done on that not, not well. Other than that one song, or actually two songs, we were getting ready to go into the studio when the pandemic hit. Right. So uh, I keep telling Paul we're going to have to have a double album now. <laughs> we got yeah. just been writing songs. <laughs> Maybe the second album could be all thirty-second songs. <laughs> yeah. I got a hundred of them. I was so bummed when I finished them all. <laughs> so now uh, yeah we are working on a new album too and that but that's going pretty slowly but we're going to try and get it going faster here soon what are, what are some of the the themes we can expect on that are we are we going in the same direction is a little bit more aggressive hmm it's definitely uh i think it's going to be rip snorting 
Um, I, think it, I think it definitely is going to carry on the tradition of, um, you know, faster, more power. Um, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't see things slowing down. We have a couple of slow songs, but, you know. Yeah. And I think that's kind of intentional because, you know, we kind of got kind of hyper-focused on, you know, um, you know, intensity, you know, that's good to to reel it back in and play some slow stuff. So I think there was a conscious effort to, to do that. Yeah, I think a, a lot of my style is just different this time because of the, the funny themes that I did with uh, Steve. They just, they made me think of music in a different direction. So I have some slower things that I wrote that I usually don't mind. They're usually fast and really bad drum machine parts. <laughs> I think it's, it's the songs that I've heard that he's he's written anyway. They're they're kind of quirky and fun. I I, I like that. You know, that's they they have a little quirkiness to them. Yeah. And if one I, thing, uh, kind of a a different direction on your question because you asked about a theme. Um, that's the 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 one thing that you can find through our whole catalog is uh, a theme with. Um, uh, Simpsons references in our titles. That's my bad. My bad. <laughs> and um, and you know, random songs that have uh, animal noises. That's true. <laughs> now, this this album's gonna have more not Simpsons but Rick and Morty titles. So. Oh right, right. And I already got Floaty Blood Man and uh, time travel stuff or two that are gonna be on the next album. <laughs> So I just want to remind people that they can find you on Facebook. Uh, yep. You have a Bandcamp site. We do not. No, we don't. We should. Uh, but but I know they can find you on Apple Music and the streaming platforms. And you have Instagram. Instagram. You have vinyl coming out. How will people be able to get the vinyl? Missing thing. I uh, believe, right? Missing Think at Bandcamp? Yeah. All right, Steve? Yes, that's right. And okay. then, of course, they can always come to a show when everything opens back up, and we'll have them there, too. Yep. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Soon. Yeah, we were actually playing out quite a bit um, before things shut down. Yeah. So it was. Uh, we just got back from Italy, which was awesome. Oh, wow. Did you yeah. bump into the Beaters band over there? Uh, so. Which one? They're called the Beaters band. No. They, we were at a festival, uh, the oh, okay. Surfer Joe Festival. Okay. So there were a ton of bands there. If they were there, I don't remember. Well, like three days of surf music. It was awesome. Yeah. So I want to wrap this up before we get cut off, but I do uh, want to say. Um, that you are from DC, you're from the East Coast, USA, and I, I thank each and every one of you for for setting aside some time tonight. I know your family's probably waiting on you for dinner, and this uh, Zoom application is is going to cut me off soon, so I don't want to cut off anything else you might want to add. Uh, thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But I got nothing else. Steve? I got nothing. Wait a minute. 
You got this. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Craig, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Is it show and tell now? <laughs> Craig, do you have anything to share? Uh, I'm in my wife's office. So. <laughs> yeah, it says Heather standing. Yeah, no, yeah, nothing terribly interesting. Uh, Here, you can have this. How about this guy? Here's a. Uh, we did this. Jesus must die on this comp which was a uh, Jesus Christ surfer star comp. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird, weird concept, but it was, it was actually pretty cool. Yeah, we got to do one for hair, too. They did a hair comp. Water. Is that moonshine? Mm. <laughs> hey, we didn't mention the, um, it might be. the Link Ray comp. <laughs> didn't mention the Link Ray comp. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Uh, Music Records is doing a, a well, they a redo of a Link Ray comp and uh, added some extra we bands. Did a song for it. Yeah, um, we did uh, "Son of Rumble," which is like an old lost uh, Link Ray track that was released a couple years ago, and it's a really cool song. So. Wow, a lot of I, uh, I've talked to a lot of people on this podcast and Link Ray keeps coming up. So I'm sure that's going to be fantastic. He's, he's actually was from this area, which is kind of cool. He's from the Southern Maryland area. Maybe not from like, the area. He was also from North Carolina, but he also, uh, but he had a place here too. Were you guys, uh, you guys affected by that craziness last night or what? Uh, just watching it on TV and, and just not believing well, I believed it. I knew it was going to happen, but just insane. Yeah, we uh, are all safe. You guys are all safe. Nobody, nobody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, none of us are really live in D.C. proper. We were all outside of the city. So. Well, Joe lives right across the river, so he actually got an alert to stay at home, stay inside. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. Appreciate your time. I appreciate your music, and I know everybody else does too. And uh, I appreciate the the uh, unspoken message that you send. <laughs> <laughs>